Welcome to Order of Operations. I'm Libby, and this is episode 24, Myers-Briggs. Yay, Nikki here, and I am so excited that this will begin a mini-series on personality types. I feel like it's been a while since we've done frogs, so Libby, let's start with those. Do you have a frog from the week? So I like to learn new things and like add value by just kind of stepping out of the box. So this week I'm trying to learn how to get Mathnasium gifts on the Instagram story tab where you can add, like it's very difficult to figure out how to add custom gifts to be available just for the entire Instagram story suite. But I have figured it out and I have applied to be able to upload them. I was really excited because a couple months back I learned how to do the Facebook frames for your Facebook profile picture. And I've seen a lot of Mathnasium owner operators using my I Teach Math Online frames. And so now I'm figuring out how to make gifts. But I myself just don't know how to make gifts in general. So I've been teaching myself a lot of things this week, but it's been a frog. What about you, Nikki? What is your frog this week? Nice. Yours sounds like a lot of fun. Mine has a very unfun frog. I feel like I need to like rework my mini strategic plan again. This is probably going to be like rework number like 2020 because that's just how it goes. And I just don't want to do it, but I need to because I am just kind of floating around rudderless right now and need to give myself direction so that we can move forward. Dang. Well, good luck. You have a magical formula. Please send it our way. I will see what I can figure out. Okay, so I love personality tests. I find them super, super fun, and I am phenomenally excited to go over what I think is the most common one, the Myers-Briggs. So Libby, have you ever taken one of these before? It's funny because you say it's the most common one. I've done DISC, I've done the Enneagram, and then I'm trying to think, like we did the like circle square, triangle squiggle thing at one of the Mathnasium conventions a few years back. I have never done Myers-Briggs though. But you, have you heard of it? Like the E? I've heard of it. Okay. I don't know, I don't know the breakdown. I've heard of Myers-Briggs through you, but I don't know like the breakdown. Like with DISC, everyone knows you're like a G, I, C, or an S. I said the disc letters out of order, but whatever. And then with Enneagram, you're a one through nine. I don't know how the Myers-Briggs one works. Okay. This one is probably a little more complicated because there's 16 personalities, and that's actually the free website I really recommend for everyone to use, 16personalities.com. It's oh, the is that 16. one? Okay. Yes. No, I've done that. I've done that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I've sent you this website before. We've talked about this. I've done 16 this. personalities. Okay. Yes. So okay. it has like two names. Yes. So the 16 personalities is a free website to do the Myers-Briggs test. And I seriously love the website. So like I have done the Myers-Briggs test myself multiple times. I've done it with uh, my team multiple times. I have done it with my friends over brunch. Like, this is how much I enjoy the test. Wow. Okay. Commitment. I know I've done it, but it was recommended to me by someone I don't respect. Sorry. And so I didn't take it very seriously or like log what I did. I literally took it and then I sent it to them. I'm like, I did it. But I was like, screw you. Don't tell me what to do. 
<laughs> okay. I will have to retake it and like do it, do it for serious now. Okay. Awesome. It's, I find it really helpful. So it's just a way to help you understand your interactions, goals, interests, even your preferences, like activities you prefer, the way you prefer doing different things and the way you prefer achieving your goals. And it just helps you make sense of this chaotic world. I love being able to put any sort of organization to... I like to be able to smack a label on things. Yeah, but like, that also implies like pigeonholing or like putting people in a box. And I just more look at it like I'm putting a grid or like putting like a legend on the map that is the crazy social landscape. I like that. Me personally, I like to put people in the boxes, like for my own sanity. It's just like, what kind of person is this person? Is this person, I'm sure we're going to get into it later, like yeah. introverted, extroverted, like ambitious, reserved, like what kind of person they are. But go on. Okay. Tell us more about the Myers-Briggs. Yeah. So it's officially the Myers-Briggs type indicator. So you'll also see it as the MBTI. And it all started off with Carl Jung's work on just different types of consciousness. And so I never took a psychology class in college. I kind of wish I did, but at a very high level, he talks about two different types of non-rational functions, and that's sensation and intuition. And then he also reviews rational functions, which are thinking and feeling. And then there's two different types of attitudes with all of those, introversion and extroversion. And then a mother-daughter team, Catherine Cook Briggs and Isabel Briggs Myers worked together to organize Carl Jung's work into this grid of 16 different personality types. There's four big categories and sometimes there's a fifth one. So of the four-letter system, there's two options for each of those letters. We'll go through the E and the I, that's the options for the first position. N and S is options for second. T and F for the third. And J and P for the fourth. And then the sometimes fifth is either an A or a T. We'll break all of that down. So the first position, that E or the I, that stands for extroverted or introverted. And this is your source of energy. So how you interact with your surroundings. These terms are pretty common. So people probably know them, but just in case there's any question, extroverted individuals tend to really recharge from other people. They prefer group activities and then introverts prefer solo activities. And it's very draining when they are around others and have to regularly interact with others. No comment. I'm introverted, but like, I wish, I wish I got energy from being a socialite. <laughs> nice. I always forget you're introverted. Like I'm on a podcast with you, so you would think I'm not because you always see me talking I am extroverted when I'm in my element. So like Nikki and I, we mostly interact through our podcast and then like our social circle of multi-center operators where I feel fully confident in what I'm discussing. So I talk a lot, but other than that, like in an actual social setting, please don't speak to me. Like, let me like be an ostrich with my head in the sand. Like when I go to my centers to work, I sit in the back and I put on my headphones and I like pray to God my instructors don't want to introduce themselves. 
Oh my gosh, that's so funny. We are very much opposites. <laughs> the next position is for the N or the S, and this is how you gather information. And so it's how you see the world, essentially. So the sensing, um, that's the S. It also can be called observant. And these people are super, super down to earth. No fluff, highly practical, super focused. And then the intuitive, that's the N, they're very head in the clouds, imaginative, curious, and they want something new. They're always getting antsy. So they want the future and change. I don't know which one I think I land with. I feel like I'm very anti-fluff, so I'm inclined to say I'm sensing. But I also feel like I'm one of those people who is like a forward thinker. And I feel like you kind of alluded to forward thinking with intuition. This is like lofty forward thinking. Okay, well, my brother says I have a low EQ, which stands for emotional intelligence, because I don't add enough fluff and like happy-go-lucky feeling to just my everyday. So I'm going to go sensing as just my guess for what I am on this one. Okay. Also, I'm sorry, I'm really sick. So if you hear me and you're like, she sounds nasty today, I do. And I apologize. (laughs) Little disclaimer in there. So the third position is either the T or the F, and this is all about decision-making and coping with emotions. And so the T is for thinking, and so these people are more objective, they're more rational, they put logic over emotions, but then the feeling people are the opposite. So it's emotions over logic. They're a lot more empathetic, and they tend to be less competitive. So they are generally described as sensitive as well. Okay, my two thoughts on this. One, I'm an Aries, and Aries find competition in every setting. So I'm definitely on the thinking side. Also, um, I don't think I've ever really talked about this super openly. I have really bad anxiety and depression. And so I used to go to therapy, and I would, I'd be annoyed by the fact that I'd be in therapy and talking about my thoughts and feelings, because I'm like, I already know what's going on. Like, I've already processed it. I've already understood it. And my therapist always said that the reason that I haven't had, like, a breakthrough is because I'm capable of saying the words, but I don't attach meaning and feeling to what I'm saying. And that's why I haven't been, like, cured of whatever gives me anxiety and depression is because I don't process the events in an emotional way. So I am 100% thinking on this category. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like the epitome of a thinker. And then the last one is tactics or organization. It's like how you relate to the world. And this is either a J or a P and the J is for judging. And so these individuals are very like decisive, thorough. They're super, super organized. You could almost say like type A would be judging. And then the P is for perceiving or prospecting, like depending on what you read, they'll use those two words interchangeably. And the perceiving individuals are super good at improvising. Like they'll just fly by the seat of their pants and just like make it up as they go along. And they're totally fine with it. And they're super flexible. I don't know. I feel like I should be inclined to say I'm a judger, but I'm also one of those people like, you know, how they say like first impressions really stick. I feel like I'm pretty good at not letting like a first impression or like a first judgment of a situation be my like final thought, which makes me think that I'm perceiving or maybe I'm just interpreting like the description of these wrong. 
I don't know. We're going to, we'll do my test at the end and we'll see if I can guess my own letters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then there's actually like one more letter that the 16 personalities website likes to use. And this is your identity letter and it's your confidence in your abilities. And so it's either assertive or turbulent. And so assertive individuals are resistant to stress. They're pretty like even keeled, level-headed. They don't worry too much. They don't push themselves too hard. But then turbulent individuals are self-conscious. They are always worried about stress. They're stressing about stress. They're likely to experience a wide range of emotions and they're very success-driven, but also anxiety-ridden. So what do you think, Libby? <laughs> I hear that I hear you say that and then I laugh because it makes me think of the last episode where Karen like saw a coffee mug or a t-shirt on Instagram where it's like relaxing stresses me out. <laughs> so you, you describing turbulent, I'm like, okay, so I know what Karen is. And then I would say I'm assertive because I don't think there's a better word in this world to describe me other than assertive. Nice. Okay. So as we were going through this, you were kind of like typing it yourself as you went. So what type do you think I am? Like of these five? Yeah. Okay. The fifth one's hard. See if you can get the main four. Okay, I think you're definitely extroverted, or at least relative to me, you're extroverted, but like I know you have a very healthy social life, so I'm going to go with you being extroverted. Also, you go out of your way to plan things that involve other people, like even within your own organization, like you plan like virtual happy hours, whereas I'm like, yes, I'm getting to avoid so many in-person meetings right now. Okay, and then for gathering information, intuition versus sensing, and I guess you're an, an N. I'm going to guess your intuition. I'm trying to like keep also, my poker face on. what I didn't realize, and like it's because I've been taking this test and now I have my results in front of me, is that it's not like a you're a this or a that, but it's like of like 100%, like what percentage of each would you be? So I'm guessing that Nikki's leaning more towards the end, but not by much. I feel like you're kind of both. For decision making... I mean, you're a thinker, in my opinion. You're like a data girl. You have spreadsheets of data on data. So I'm going to go with you're a thinker versus a feeler. Judging, oh, organizational tactics, judging versus perceiving. I'm going to go judging. And then I think you're turbulent. I don't know. I feel like this is like a really bad... Like, I, I'm embarrassed because, like, you and I are friends, and I feel like I should be able to do this, but, like... It's, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Because I'm looking at my results, and, like, I don't think I know myself very well. <laughs> yeah, see, that's... This is why I really enjoy the Enneagram. The Enneagram, I feel like, is way more, like, introspective, and whereas, like, the Myers-Briggs, I use it to, like, interact with other people around me. Oh, man. Did I botch your answers? Okay, let's do your results first, and then we'll do mine. Did I get it or no? So you got my old type. Okay. So I used to be- You're evolving. Yeah, I used to be an ENTJ, and now I am an ENSJ. And the last time I took it, I was assertive, but I am totally turbulent right now. So I feel like that's changed, too. (laughs) Awesome. And then what was the other one that, like, has recently changed for you? The 
And so I switched from the intuition to the sensing. Hmm. So I used to be intuition and now I'm more sensing. Interesting. Yeah. So looking at mine and like, I'm, I'm still surprised by my results. I'm only 60% introverted, which I thought it would be like significantly, like I live alone and I've lived alone since 2016. Like I highly respect my own space. So I'm surprised that I'm only 60% introverted. For energy, I'm 66% observant. That's an S. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, pause. Like that's not even on this. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's sensing. I'm the sensing one versus intuition. Okay. For nature, I'm 74% thinking, which I think is on brand. And then for tactics, I'm 57% perceiving, which I guess is also called prospecting. And then for identity, I'm 61% turbulent, which I'm stunned by because I feel like I would be like all the way assertive. I honestly feel like the whole world is turbulent right now. Maybe I'm just like too emotional these past couple months, but I guess, okay, so what does that make me? That makes me an ISTP. TP. ISTP. Nice. So I forgot that you were introverted and I would have typed you the same as me. I assume that you are also an ESTJ. <laughs> Close. Yeah. So what's the like the general name? So you, you get the four letters and then they've also made this like a little more fun and you get a like a special word when you get Yeah, my type. special word is turbulent virtuoso. Oh, okay. Wrong. Turbulent virtuoso. ISTPT. My role is the explorer and my strategy is constant improvement. So what this means, virtuoso, a virtuoso, which is ISTP as your result, is someone with the introverted, observant, thinking, and prospecting personality traits. I guess that makes sense because that's what ISTP is. They tend to have an individualistic mindset, pursuing goals without needing much external connection. They engage in life with inquisitive and personal skill, varying their, their approach as needed. And then a quote from Harrison Ford that I guess should apply to me as a person is, I wanted to live the life, a different life. I didn't want to go to the same place every day and see the same people and do the same job. I wanted interesting challenges. I don't feel like that's on brand for me. There's a couple of other ones listed at the bottom, like other famous ISTPs. And those are always fun to see. Olivia Wilde, Bear Grylls, Michael Jordan, Clint Eastwood. You got some um, strong, adventurous personalities. <laughs> okay. So, Nikki, what about you? Uh, so, I am an executive. Surprise, surprise. I like that. Yes, I love it. As an executive, the quote that 16 Personalities has for me is, good order is the foundation of all things by Edmund Burke. And I like that. I want yours. You have to be extroverted. I don't know what to tell you. Nah, <laughs> I'll, stick. I'll stick with the eyes. Nice. Uh, I really enjoy who the other like famous executives are. So John D. Rockefeller, Judge Judy, Frank Sinatra, Boromir from Lord of the Rings. I don't know about this one. Also Dwight Schrute from The Office. 
also got Claire Dunphy from Modern Family, and I love Claire. Like, I am Claire. So, yes, that makes sense. I'm jealous you got Rockefeller. My other favorite one is Lisa Cuddy from House. I am also Lisa Cuddy. So. Okay, cool. So, those are our results. And you guys should definitely message us on social media if you guys match up with what Nikki and I got. Something interesting that you said whenever we were getting ready to record is that you had, what was it, your entire leadership team take this? Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because, like, the you guys all pulled your letters. And then it was just, like, whichever letter had the majority of, like, your group, like, whatever was the strongest personality type within the group, you guys pulled all those, and then it averaged out to be what James got, correct? Yes. Yeah. I can't remember. I actually have this saved in a picture, but it – it's been a couple years since we've done this. Um, and I think Joanne was like three out of the four, the same as James. So like we were all super close is very interesting. Birds of a feather. Yes. Yes. But I use this, like, I have to remind myself that like not everyone is as extroverted as I am. So for example, Grandin, my husband, is 99% introverted and I am 99% extroverted. So it totally helps for me to understand when I'm not in COVID time and like planning the weekend. Like, no, we can't run around and be out literally all day. Like need to be sure we actually like sit and like watch TV quietly for a little bit. Nikki and I are going on our first girls trip. You want to guess which one of us is doing the bulk of the planning? (laughs) No, there's, okay, so we know that I'm on dating apps. There's nothing I hate more than people are like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, please don't attack me like that. I just want to be home and comfortable. And I have watched 16 seasons of Grey's Anatomy since I broke up with my boyfriend. And I am living my best life right now. Please do not ask me where I'm going. I'm going nowhere. So see, it helps to understand. Maybe you need to make these guys take the test too. Requirements before swiping right. Please, please know your Myers-Briggs results. Yes. Oh my gosh. But it also helps too, just like interacting with families. Like there was one director that I was trying to help through a difficult conversation and she is very much a T, like just only thinking like, doesn't go off of emotions, like no fluff, like bottom line. And she was interacting with a customer that was like all about feeling, all about perceiving these like, just kind of like off and left field, wanted to talk on the phone for an hour and a half. And so recognizing that they were just approaching the world differently and just helping someone who's an ST with how to interact with someone who is an FP it was all about just like make space in your day like plan ahead you know this is going to be a long long phone call don't try and rush through it and so that's how I use the Myers-Briggs I feel like that brings us to our random tip which is just re-emphasizing like why like why we're doing a whole podcast and honestly a handful of podcasts on personality types and like how this stands to benefit you as a business owner operator how this stands to serve you as a salesperson, as a leader in an organization. And that is being aware of who you are as a person, but also the fact that there are people who differ from you. And 
a lot of the times when it comes to sales, people like to be sold a certain way. So I like that that's your example, is there being customers that need the fluff, need the emotion. And like, I, it drives me crazy whenever I do a parent consult and they talk over me, but they're not talking over me to say what I'm saying. They just want to reemphasize to me 500 times how their child is like their whole heart and soul and how emotional they feel as a parent that their child is failing and what enrolling them in a program like this means to them. And I'm like, can I please just tell you what percentage and show you the charts and get over the assessment summary and then give you your programming options. And I am sure that we have a nice 12 month beautiful relationship ahead of us, but like, please sign on the dotted line. Like I don't want to do a one hour long consult but you have to sell to fit that person's personality type. And it is, it's, it's biting your tongue a lot of the times to be able to withstand those kinds of consults. But also just understanding that they're not wrong. They're just different. It's okay. Back in episode two, you brought that up where you, you have to ask yourself, like you, whenever you're training someone to do a job for you and you're delegating, you always have to ask yourself, is it different or is it wrong? And I like that you just reemphasize that point now, like, on a completely different scope of our practice with like personalities of, is it different or is it wrong? With personalities, it's almost always just that it's different, but it makes you uncomfortable because it's so starkly different to what makes you comfortable. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. I wanna throw in that like personality types aren't an excuse for poor behavior. If you're working with someone who is an N, And they're just like, don't understand deadlines. And they're just like off in la la land. Like that doesn't really make them a good team player, but understanding that like they need more room to be creative. And when you build that into the deadlines, maybe just like add a couple days buffer and then they'll be able to really flourish. So there's bad habits that can be explained through the Myers-Briggs, but it's not a free pass. Okay. Awesome. So you alluded to the random tip of the week, Libby. And so I just wanted to add some more to it. I think these Myers-Briggs tests are super fun. You can totally make it a game. The random tip is to make it a team building activity. So one, your team can get to know themselves better. And two, they can learn how to interact more constructively. I also recommend doing this as like something fun for a dinner party because it's just a different conversation that a lot of times people don't have socially, but I think it's super helpful. Like if you have any sort of friction with anybody in your friend group or even your family, this can help you recognize like, oh, we're literally just looking at things differently. Like we can get along fine. So that's the the tip, the call to action of organize a Myers-Briggs party, either personally or professionally, and see what you can learn from it. Hey, thanks, Nikki. Well, I think that's it for episode 24. So thank you for indulging me, Libby, with Myers-Briggs. We got two more to go, y'all. At least two more, right? We got the disc assessment and then the Enneagram, which you recently got me hooked on the Enneagram, so... Thank you for that. (laughs) That's it for Order of Operations. I'm your host, Libby, joined by Nikki, and we'll leave you with this, PEMDAS, podcast every Monday. Download and subscribe. Bye. You didn't want to say bye? Oh, no. Not only did I take...
the 16 personalities assessment. I'm doing geometry with proofs. Double test. I'm so impressed. Nice. And that's where we cut the recording. Mm -hmm.